Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. Friday, the uh, 16th of December, in the year 2022. A uh, demarcation point for me, my last day at my current job. Leaping off into the unknown. Uh, practicing a lot of faith in the universe. A lot of faith in myself uh, right now. Uh, so, uh, very much looking forward to beginning my new uh, new adventure. Uh, luckily, I'll be able to take a few weeks off before I start that. And uh, as I have shared, we're going on a pretty major uh, trip. So, uh, here's to uh, a little rest, right? But we've got today, we've got today to get through, we've got today to talk about spirituality. Uh, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you're new, we, we're glad you're here. Our listenership is up and uh, we're growing. Not that that's necessarily important, excuse me. But, uh, you know, to be honest with you, the more I can get this out into the world, uh, hopefully the world is a better place. So let me remind you before I launch into our topic today that, um, excuse me, I'm, I'm struggling with my, feeling a little snotty this morning. Um, before I launch into this, I, I, I just want to give you those little caveats I usually do. This is just my opinion. I'm not trying to start a religion or a cult or a pyramid scheme or sell you a potion or book or idea. Uh, I'm just a guy who's lived a lot of life. Uh, I think I've learned a few lessons. And um, as I was in a conversation yesterday with someone, I think I, I think there are people out there like you, like me, who who can see outside of the prescribed reality, who live outside, to some degree, of the matrix we've created. Uh, so, you know, take what you need from this podcast and, and leave the rest. I want to talk about who we have learned to be in the context of the false reality. <clears throat> you know... If you look around the world we're in, you can see people's behaviors. And those behaviors are all learned. You have behaviors that are learned. I have behaviors that are learned. We, we all have them. Uh, we have learned them from parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents. We've learned them through institutions, academic institutions, political institutions, religious institutions. We've learned the behaviors that we practice often out of a sense of survival. How do I survive in this world? And someone around us, you know, whoever it may be, family member, uh, some sort of religious figure, whoever, they have tried to 
teach us survival skills, especially subconsciously. I think there's a lot of subconscious teaching that goes on in the world. We, we learn by observing when we're younger. We learn by experience. Unfortunately, those survival skills, those learned behaviors are for the vast uh, majority. The vast majority of those learned behaviors are taught to us by people who are not aware of their own authenticity, not aware that they themselves have been taught uh, survival skills and behaviors by people who were not aware, who in turn were taught by people who were not aware of their own authenticity, et cetera, et cetera. So we end up in this place where we act out of a subconscious, automatic way of being that is not authentic to us, not authentic to what it means to be human. And therefore, the relationships we have, the way we interact in the world, the institutions we partake of are in and of themselves not authentic, not an authentic expression of what it really means to be human what it really means to be spiritual, what it really means to love and be kind and be gracious. You want any... uh, Well, I'll just do this. Let me give you sort of some examples of what I'm talking about. Uh, every, Every individual has an agenda. That agenda is derived from learned behavior. That learned behavior is taught to us by people who do, who are not aware. I've already said that. Okay. Every behavior we engage in, as human beings, has a purpose behind it. We're trying to manipulate something, <clears throat> or if we're aware of our own authenticity, we're trying to help and love and be kind. Like I said, for the most part, people don't operate from that place. So let's take, for example, a person who uh, is kind, but wants people to see that they're kind. You know, uh, does their acts of kindness and generosity uh, out of a sense of needing external approval? That's a learned behavior that reinforces and validates a false concept of oneself. Let's take, for example, a person who is, who goes out of their way to be difficult or to start drama or what have you. Those are people, those are behaviors that we learn to establish an identity in the world but that identity is false. Uh, let's, let's talk about people who are hyper-institutionalists. Uh, you know, I left religion not that long ago, although it's getting, it's getting more years now. Thank goodness. No offense, religious folks. If you have a religion that works for you, great. What I found is that you'll encounter people who believe that an institution is far more valuable than an individual. 
that they pledge allegiance, if you will, or they take vows to preserve an institution at all costs. And often the cost of that is harming other people, you know, making decisions not out of grace, but out of self-preservation. We do that also as individuals, right? Uh, we choose to act in the world out of a sense of self-preservation, <clears throat> out of a sense of a reinforcement of the ego, out of a sense of wanting to preserve the things that have given us those false identities. So, we end up behaving in the world, we end up being in the world. These sort of false persona, these false uh, identities that don't really represent who we are and they certainly don't engage the world in ways that find answers for the world or in ways that help other people. Now, we're all guilty of, of this stuff, folks. We're all, well, guilty is a bad word. Let, let me not say that. We're all acting out of who we have been made to be. We don't have a choice. That's why I want to avoid the word guilty because it's not really a choice. Uh, people behave subconsciously. It's automatic. It's what we've learned. It's who we've learned to survive. Uh, many times a drug addict doesn't pick up a drug or an alcoholic a drink uh, and have a conscious mechanism to think it's wrong. Uh, many times people are manipulating situations out of instinct, out of learned behavior. It's not to say it's right. But we have got to understand that uh, this is not about everyone being consciously aware of themselves and then ignoring that. No. You know, I don't have any solid statistics, but my guess would be a good 95%, 98% of people in this world do not operate out of the depth of self-awareness enough to know that they're operating out of instinctual behavior, out of learned behavior, out of cultural conditioning. And so we end up, you know, in these conflicts. Excuse me, I blow my nose again, folks. I do apologize. Um, <clears throat> and, and to some degree, I think we're still, you know, I certainly am still guilty of of operating out of those learned defenses, those learned ways, those learned strategies of behavior, uh, and being a part of an institution for years reinforced that. What I learned from the other side of being out of these institutions, uh, like organized religion, is that I too was guilty of not being grace-filled, not being compassionate, at the sake of preservation, for the sake of preservation of the institution. That I served on committees, I made choices that were incredibly harmful to and detrimental and to other people and treated people as such. And it wasn't 
until I was free of those those sorts of uh, strictures of that organized religion, of that institution, that I was able to look back and go, oh my God, you know, pardon the pun, oh my God. I was harmful to people in so many ways. Um, and, and we have to be honest with ourselves, folks. We, 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 we have to be honest with, brutally honest at times, with the fact that, that we ourselves have done much harm but we can't carry guilt and shame about that. We can only learn from that. So I don't want to ramble, but I, I, I want you to know that when you see someone acting selfishly or when you see someone acting rudely or when you see someone whose behavior is triggering to you, that there's two things going on. One is their subconscious learned behavior, and yours is your subconscious learned behavior. And we have to be aware of that before we can grow through it. Because we have all learned how to be human from a false perception of what it means to be human. From cultural conditioning, from familial conditioning, from sociological conditioning, We've all learned a false sense, and I'm going to say this and I'll end here, a false sense of being. And everything that goes with that, false morals, uh, false understanding of self, uh, we have suppressed our creativity, we have not known ourselves because we have not, we were not taught to know ourselves because the people who taught us didn't know themselves. And so we are trying to, in finding meaning in healthy spirituality, trying to break that cycle. Anyway, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Hey, uh, be brave. Be bold. Uh, I, uh, there's a, there's a, a saying from, from Goethe, a German philosopher, that says, be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid. I tell my kids that all the time, and I'm, I'm telling you, be bold. Be bold enough to love, to be kind. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.